Board colleagues, questions or comments? Ms. Talanto. Uh, I have some uh, concerns on the workplace violence policy. So I had pulled up the draft that's posted on board docs, the red line, um, and it, what we're adding is, it states according to the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, workplace violence is defined as any physical assault threatening behavior or verbal abuse occurring in the work setting. Um, and I went to, and then we follow it, and this is where my concern lies. We say it includes but is not limited to beatings, stabbings, suicides, shootings, rapes, near suicides, psychological traumas, such as threats, obscene phone calls, and intimidating presence, and harassment of any nature, such as being followed, sworn at, or shouted at. We're listing a lot of things that are, um, that no one should experience. And the concerns that I have specifically on this are the mention of suicides and near suicides. I, so I first, in order to try to understand, went to the website, the NIOSH website, and I found a definition similar to the first sentence of this, but I could not find anything that included the second sentence where we list. Um, and then uh, I searched the second sentence, and I found that on the um, OSHA website, the Occupational Safety, um, for those who don't know, Occupational, what, someone said it. Health and Safety Administration. Ha yeah, <laughs> Occupational Safety and Health Administration, and I found it in a PowerPoint that they had presented, but I didn't uh, look through their website. The concern I have is if someone committed suicide, we are, don't have them with us any longer, and I don't know how an application of a policy would apply to that. So, so the suicide is included because um, someone who is, has, is, is suicidal presents a possible workplace violence threat. And so it's trying, to, it's trying to encourage that recognition. And also, of course, this is supposed to be a we want a safe and respectful workplace. Um, so this is encouraging administrators to recognize that someone who has expressed suicidal intention needs to be sent to EAP and addressed. Not, not because we want to discipline them, but because we want to help them, we want to make sure that they get the support they need, but also because that is a possible threat of workplace violence in and of itself. And, the, and what this policy says is you're trying to get a prompt and a, we're, we're responsible for coordinating a prompt and appropriate response to any threat or act of violence. And so that is someone who is suicidal that does pose a threat to their own safety, but also possibly of others. So, and I under, okay. So, I, I think, thank you. I think it may be then the wording. Um, if, if you're, th then we need to say, in, well, quite frankly, from a policy perspective, policymakers' perspective, I'm concerned about the detail in the wording. And I think that we have other wording in the, and I think this is maybe something that we can discuss as a board and discuss with HR, and I'm grateful that we have the opportunity to do it as an information item. But when I look at a policy, I'm trying to provide guidance in, from a rule, from rules and guidance to the community that is affected by this policy. When we get so detailed, we run the risk of leaving something out and we run the risk of not understanding something. And uh, suicide is a mental health. Generally, a person who's suicidal is experiencing a mental health crisis. When you put suicide in a policy that has um, an action of uh, application of policy that includes termination, th I think there's a mixed message there. So 
I understand that if you have a person who attempts suicide in a work setting, it can create a, a unhealthy work environment. I could see how it could create instability and fear for safety. But I'm concerned about if we're going to put that in, we have to be very, very clear where the steps are to that. Um, what happens if you attempt suicide at home? Are you a workplace hazard? It's not clear if this is at you know APS property. And so uh, considering where we are right now with mental health in the country as a whole, uh, I'm concerned about that wording and I would like us to revisit it and maybe um, have something more generic or use the wording that was specifically provided by the National Institute for Occupational Safety. And I think we referenced something later on that really um, says something to the effect of if at any point an employee feels unsafe and, and there's some other wording and I apologize I don't have my notes. But uh, I just want to make that comment for discussion because I am concerned about that wording and how it may come back um, to affect us if we find ourselves in that situation. Well, we're happy to look at the wording, uh, absolutely, and, and we'll do that and make sure that we've got a tight definition. Um, I think it may be helpful to also uh, share the draft PIP because I think that will give more detail around how, how that would actually play out because what is again contemplated is that person being referred to EAP for support, so. Okay. I'll just add a few comments. As a licensed clinical social worker with more experience than I care to have with workplace violence, the goal is not to be punitive, but to lay out a process where we can provide safety for all of our employees, um, the community. And uh, unfortunately, people don't see suicide as an act of violence in many cases, which means it then becomes a private issue that we don't talk about. And if we don't talk about it, we can't do anything about it. Okay. And so that's why the goal was to be as comprehensive as possible to educate people about the need to address the issue. Um, I, I've had experiences where managers will say, well, I didn't report that because he was only threatening to harm himself. Every life is valuable, and pe we have to educate people that this is important to talk about, to do something about it, and to be proactive. And so that was why we, we had the inclusion. Um, okay. We're certainly happy to look at the language. It is not designed at all to be punitive, but to raise awareness, provide education. And, and, so, and thank you for that clarification, because I, I agree that we, I don't, I, but I think maybe it needs to be separated from then maybe a separate clause in the policy where we indicate that suicide will be considered an act of violence due to the threat of harm to self and those around you and there'll be specific steps outlined in our implementation plan and because and we actually do have more specifics in right that. because i think when it is um sitting in between stabbings and shootings it's very difficult to uh, understand that and if you are a person who is experiencing abuse and it triggers, I don't know if triggers the right word, but you know, being abused can lead to things like depression, which can lead to things like suicide. And you're reading this, it just wouldn't, I just would like that clarity. So I just wanted to write that feedback. Yeah, we're happy thank to look you. at revising thank the language. Yeah. That's so thank you for the discussion, and that, that was very helpful. And then um, if we're going to quote uh, a website, um, we need to make sure we can find it easily. So actually, yeah. they did update their website. This actually was over a year ago when we started revising okay. this policy. Yeah, so that's great. Okay, thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm told that we have to change the tape on the video. I know we have one more question <laughs> on this item. We, of course, have other items to go to. Um, do you think we can fit it in, Ms. Elliott? Should we break? 
We, okay, so, so sorry, we're gonna have to ask you to stay through the tape change, quick five minute break, and then, and then we'll start right up again. Do I actually?